0: This is Comic Picks by the Glick, hey, and I'm your host Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, welcome to the Dog Days of August. How are you doing? I'm doing doing all right. It's
1: like, well, better than I was um, a couple of days ago because, like, I sent. I was a little under the weather, and so I decided to spend um, last couple of days on marathoning a certain series. Well, what series might that be? That would be um Jessica Netflix's Jessica Jones, part oh. of the whole Marvel um, suite of series they've they've um li- they've licensed and produced. And, um, if I had any sense of timeliness, I would have done this podcast two years ago when it, um, came out, but you know, it's like, Hey, it's like now, um, now the character br- um, brought back from the defenders. There's, there was a big sale on her titles at Comixology last couple of weeks. So I figured, Hey, any excuse, um, like, you know, to talk about it, it's like, then I'm all for that because, the original series that um the show is based off of was titled um Alias and it and um after rereading it all all four volumes actually it remains um one of um Brian Michael Bendis's um best um series at Marvel now long-time readers um will realize that you know i've been like that i i used to think that you know anything from bendis is worth reading and while i kind of st- I still kind of feel that because you know, you've written as much good stuff as he has over the years. You're, uh, you're kind of committed to like checking out like, oh, okay, well, maybe this would be as good as um, like stuff he's done in the past. Then you get something like um, like um his uh like his uh, uh, like I'm um, last stand of the ultimate series. um cataclysm, and it's like, oh fuck no! It's like no, it's like in, but you know, you always keep holding out hope because of titles like Alias. Now. Little background. Um, back back when the series was published, uh, Marvel had just kicked up, started the uh, Max imprint, which is um, intended as a uh, mature readers line for like um, um for like um t- for um like for titles in the Marvel Marvel universe. Uh, this is around two thousand and two, and while like a cursory um, glance could say this is meant to be a, kind of a competitor to Vertigo, let's not kid ourselves. Um, Mar- it's like um vertigo is its, was it's like uh, own own unique special thing even at that time and um max was just kind of um an experiment to see like you know and what what can we do with um, a mature reader superhero titles like alias um was a great answer to that that question cuz it, show, it so, said you know hey let's so let's show like a, a different view of the marvel universe um like like um, through this title through through the exploits of this um, private investigator, a woman named Jessica Jones, and um, as we're introduced to her, um, she's um, she's working at, working out of her apartment, it's like um, like which doubles as her office, just as it does in the TV series, and, uh, she's, um, and it's like she's um, and like she's um digging up dirt on a, it's like on a uh, on a guy's unfaithful wife. Now it's uh, like the opening of the tv series and the comics are remarkably similar but that's but um that's where things start to diverge and I'll get back to the TV, to the um to the netflix netflix series um in a bit but you know it's like it starts off with you know just uh, talking about how un- like just how unglamorous things are like how like it's all about you know people like um try like um coming like um trying trying to evidence of their it's about their um seeing other's worst impulses and how she's party to this very very self-destructive. But things are interesting when the guy who um like has hired her basically starts like accusing her of like, getting off on all this and just saying yeah you're all bitches, aren't you? At which point he attacks her and she puts him through the uh like the door to her office with 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 a great amount of ease. That's because Jessica has superpowers. She's got um significant like enhanced like super strength. And she can, well, it's in the comics she can fly. Just these days she tends to just you know jump um, really far, um, like more or less. But the first um, arc of Alias, it's like this establishes Jessica as someone who is deep into the pit of um, self-loathing and self-hatred. It's like doing this this kind of PI work because it's the only thing thing she can do that she that she's good at these days. And she's and um. And going through a one-night stand with Luke Cage because, you know, hey, like, she's, she's just so depressed she wants to feel anything, even if it's just submitting herself to some really rough sex with him. So, but then, um, things start to turn around when she gets hired by, by a woman to, um, find her sister and, um, when she does find her sister, like, fairly easily, well, turns out that, uh, said sister's actually dating this, like, you know, really strapping hunk of manhood who just got accidentally gets um, actually actually gets um, like some video footage showing the um, said boyfriend um, take off his clothes and transform into Captain America. That's right. So she's got proof of Captain America's secret identity. Mind you, this is like 15 years ago, so it's like secret identities were still a, uh, a thing in Marvel Comics at this point. And now she's got one of the biggest hot potatoes in the Marvel universe. What does she do with it? that's the kind of story that um, alias was able to tell and like and bendis and and artist michael gatos um spend spin a um, pretty engaging uh, story of story of par- like of paranoia and um and duplicity it's like as jessica tries to figure out you know, who's like um who's telling the truth who's lying to her why was she set up in the first first place and establish that even though that even as she's um, fairly self-loathing and destructive, it's like she's still very good at her job. It's like and um and knows how to use her her powers and pinch when she's attacked by um Man Mountain Marco. And even after he threatens to tell her to show her, this is why they call me Man Mountain Marco. Well, she hands him his ass, and it's pretty and it's pretty sweet. But um, thing is like when you're um dealing in these um like um dark. Or allies and, and um it's like and back corners of the marvel universe like you know it's like the things are rarely um like solved in an easy way so when somebody finally comes to face, face with a person who wanted her to uh, like take this um, video well he's not really a threat that she can punch into into submission so and then um the the uh this, this is the first volume itself the second arc basically has a uh a woman, um, like, trying to track down her, um, missing husband, who is, you know, Rick Jones, you know, Marvel's unprofessional sidekick, who was sidekicked from everyone, from the Incredible Hulk, to, um, like, uh, Captain America, to Rom Space Knight, and, um, she's, she's worried that, you know, like, he's, um, that, that he's run off and bad people who are after her, and, um, Jessica, um, eventually tracks this guy down, and, um, well, when the truth comes out about you know what Rick Jones, this this Rick Jones really really is up to, it's actually pretty interesting and a uh, compelling port of a credible portrait of mental mental illness. You don't quite that it's it's just real enough to add, to add like to make it seem credible in the, in the space of um of a Marvel superhero comic. Subsequent stories were also were also pretty entertaining as well, such as when um in the second arc when like in the second volume when jessica is trying to track down a uh, missing girl from a small town in new york who um she went disappeared because you know she was a mutant was she killed did she just run away what's going on here um volume three had it's like had jessica um um tracking down the uh the second um spider um spider woman um maddie it's like on uh, maddie hawkins or M- maddie jameson um because like, it's like, and how she ties into the um, like one of is running. Um, this is like the the issue where Volume where Bendis um kicked off his um mutant growth hormone subplot about um drugs that could give you um superpowers, like um for like for a short while. It's like, and um then the the final volume, Volume Four, um showed us like the, how Sky got to her superpowers. It's like, um after like. A couple of meet cutes with some like other famous Marvel origins, like those of Spider-Man and Daredevil. Um, we get, we see how she, she got her tragic origin, and it also like um, introduces us to, to the man who ruined her life. And we see um like turned her into the self-destructive mess that she that we um, met her as, and that was that is Kilgrave, the Purple Man. Now. One now, it's like all like, the the, uh, the fun part of all these series is, like I said, they show you like a a uh, ver- vision of the Marvel universe that um, isn't that you don't normally see. It's like and um, but still feels pretty incredible. I mean, it's like this is like um, Marvel's version of these DC Fringe titles, where it's like you're they're working you're, cause you're working like outside of like um like the realm of crossovers and um, it's like. Like and um big A-list characters, like you know, you can you got, you've got enough freedom to do whatever kind of story you, story you want. And the um, and Gatos, and let's talk about Gatos, because Gatos is fantastic. I mean he's got this great um it's like he, his his style has this great um in, indie look to it. It's clearly unlike anything you would see in a regular Marvel comic. Like very detailed, but very expressive as well. It's like it's like, and I'm um, willing to draw as many panels as Bendis like um, demands, which is a lot in a, in in most cases. So, so um, he, so overall, so I mean, I, and Gatos is like is um, like is absolutely um critical to the look of a really good Alias or Jessica Jones story because without him, it's like you know, it's like it just it just doesn't feel right. Like even when you see like even when like you know, got a good artist like um, Billy Tan. It's like, or, um, or Mark Bagley, I'm um, drawing her just doesn't look quite, quite right without, um, it's like without, um, Gatos at the helm. So, but, um, but the, but one of the things that, um, like look, going back th- over these series, over these volumes, one thing I was worried about is that, um, Jessica has like two kind of romantic subplots, like in, like over these four volumes and, one of them is with um, Scott Lang, who, you know, most people know at, as um, Ant-Man. other one is, is, of course, with Luke Cage. Now, it's like, <laughs> like uh, anyone would be able to tell you, should be able to tell you which one she winds up with. But, you know, it's like, I remember her uh, relationship with um, Scott Lang being a lot more engaging than it was. Because, you know, it's like, well, Scott Lang is generally a decent guy. He's also kind of a putz. And kind of an invasive putz as well to the point where, like, you know, he talks about how he's looked up her history with S.H.I.E.L.D. and it's like, and she is rightly pissed with him as a result. So even though it's like, you know, he means well and like, you know, he's, you know, dealing with this damaged woman and he wants to get close to her, it's like kind of way, ways he does, goes about it just, I don't, aren't quite right. That being said, um, I was actually kind of surprised to see how little interaction she has with luke cage up until the uh, final volume i mean yeah you've got that um one night stand in the first volume but then it's not until the uh like then to, all the way until the end of the second volume when they meet again and try to hash things out in a adult-like manner then um you get to the final volume and things are a lot more um like so i actually feel a lot more okay this is this is i can see why how they went up together i can see that it's all kind of result of Bendis um, shifting gears here. Um, Also, this final volume, like I said, the final volume um, uh, is, like I said, it's basically it basically shows the uh, is the uh, um, basis for the uh, Netflix series. Because as it introduces us to um, as it talks through um, Jessica's trauma and um, introduces us to like her, like the man who ruined her, um, Kilgrave. Or as he's more commonly known in the Marvel Universe, the Purple Man. Now, this is the guy who um, you know, was one of those like quote unquote joke villains because, hey yeah, you know, it's like he's hey, he's called the Purple Man. That's hilarious. What's what's that's so dumb? Well, Bendis actually hit upon a very made this guy a um a gave this guy a very terrifying revamp, isn't in the sense that, you know, it's like here's a guy who can make you do Anything, just by talking, just by telling you to do it, and um, and when he tells you that, and um, he, he sells you the idea that you know this "quote unquote" joke villain, you know, even though he's still purple, like in the comics, is still very very creepy, um, intimidating fuck who um, it's like who um, held Jessica under his thumb for eight months, and um, the only reason she was able to escape was because he just he had a hissy fit. About so um, about something Daredevil had done, and he told her to just you know go off and attack one of the Avengers, which he did, and she uh, suffered right um, majorly for it. But then again, it's like she, like she was, um, like like I said she, she got out of his control, and um, she eventually um, she got better as well. But um, like I said, this. Um, this final one shows you like having her um come in contact with a victims group who wants to um get Kilgrave to answer for these um like like um like for these um for this one crime he did where he went to a greasy spoon and then just told everyone just stop breathing because so he wants to enjoy his meal in silence, and um you know and they did so now she's got to go and I'm trying to get this guy to confess to uh t- to what he stuffy that he did so it's so yeah it's uh, it's a really creepy really tense volume and it was also like the last proper volume of Jessica Jones's adventures um for for the time being because um Bendis um apparently got the uh, okay to um do a more Marvel Universe centric version of her adventures with the pulse which is kind of like a uh a uh, more it's basically uh, all ages more all ages, more all ages appropriate um, take on superhero journalism as she joined the Daily Bugles um, superhero um, staff. And well, the first volume was was fun as you had um, you had them working to take down um, Norman Osborn, which is great. But then, but it doesn't it didn't actually click until the third volume, which is when you know Michael Gatos came back and uh, oh, and um, Matt Hollingsworth, the original colorist, as well. And this is also um, when, like, uh, this is also the arc where um, Jessica Jessica um, gave birth to her, like, um, to her daughter. And it's and it's a fun, fun superhero story in the sense that you know it's everyone coming together to um, like help Jessica give birth. And after she's kicked out of the hospital, they get take her to Doctor Strange's mansion, you know, because you know Doctor Strange knows all about medicine. Never mind that he's um, I don't think he's a certified pediatrician, but or op- obstetrician really but um there there you go it's like I said it's good it's like it's good it's good fun and it also um features the first take on iteration of Ben's take on d-man who was a kind of a joke um hero it's like that i remember reading about in um the captain arc from Captain America which is dumb and he was dumb too it's like a hero who just like you got got tired after exerting his superpowers it's like that's that's, a, that's terrible man bendis um actually crafted a very sympathetic on um, portrait of mental illness like about the around the character which you know it's like if you like if you like the character then yeah then this is probably really tough to take but at the same time though it's like you had ben eric um like tracking um slowly piecing together just what had happened to this like to this fallen hero and and then um, helping, like I'm trying to give him some help at the end. And that's gen- genuinely effective. So it's like, yeah, it's like that's that's something that it actually. It, it's like it takes. It's it's a good example of taking a like a character who was not, who I don't think was really been served well prior to this, but I'm um, making him in- interesting. It's like uh, it's like as a result, This some this, um, arc also contains some um, the New Avengers annual where Luke and Jessica get married. Which, you know, it's like, hey, it's like, it's fun. They fight, the, they fight the super adaptoid beforehand. It's like, it's all right. It's like, I know some people like are, are, we annoyed with the fact that, oh, it's like, you know, hey, it's like, you know, Jessica, like went to the strong, independent private eye and then she wanted to go, go get married with Luke Cage. It's like, no, oh, it's a Nice conventional, um, like, um, like a married woman's path. But yeah, no, I, no, I was like, I think it's fine. It didn't, it didn't bother me. Whether well, you want to let it bother bother you, that's your own business. Um, but as far as uh, other Alias stories, you're going to like do a little bit of digging um, after that because, well, Bendis was able to slip a couple of issues of Alias, such as it were, like into um, his secret his um, New Avengers um, tie-in issues for um, like uh, for. I'm like, um, for secret invasion first of which involves I'm um, jessica um like i'm freaking out after um luke's promise that you know hey it's like you know th- this is the time when um the new ventures were like on, it's like we're on the run and um i like, can were, we're hiding and like we're we're hiding out on on the lamb but um thing things weren't working out well for them so but um, when uh, the hood brought his um, gang to, the, to their door and wanted to throw it down with them, Jessica figured, okay, enough was enough. So she went and signed up with the uh, with Tony Stark's crew as part of the superhero Superhuman Registration Act. Um, that's um, the first first volume of um, New Avengers Secret um, Secret Invasion. It's like basically has um, Jessica and Luke cashing things out more or less like adults. It's like because you know, she realizes that, hey, you know, we need to, um, protect our, our first duty is to protect our kid. It's like, and, um, if you can't do that, you know, with the Hood's crew coming up and, um, and busting up the door, it's like, you know, we've got to, like, I've got to go and talk to people who can, you know, being t- t- Tony Shark's people. Luke, um, basically saying, like, you know, these these are the guys who sold out and uh, joined up with, um, like, the superior registration crowd, and also, um, because this is like, a skull paranoia plot line. Um, it's like he had. He basically said, um, like you know, like your buddy Tony Stark could be a scroll himself. So it's like there's, I guess, credible arguments on both sides, such as it is. But um, but overall, it's like it's a uh, like I said, it's a good. It's a that issue was a um, fun throwback to the good old days of Alias. It's like, and um, the, prob- the catch being that um, well, like you know, hey. This has involved Jessica, you know, taking her kid like away from Luke for reasons that she believes are for the greater good. This, unfortunately, is wouldn't be the last time this happened, and um, too much less compelling effect as I'll get to in a second. Um, the uh, the final um issue of uh, sick like of the uh, secret evasions crossover had Bendis um slip into slip in another um alias throwback where um Jessica and where um Jessica tells Luke about where the first time that, like, you know, she kind of, like, um, they really thought, hey, you know, this guy's, um, like, someone that, uh uh, 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 oh, no, it's the time that Luke, um, fell, fell in love with Jessica, and this is, and he talks about the time that she, that he hired her to track down, track down his missing dad, because, you know, he had some issues he wanted t- to hash out. Again, it's like, it, it's a nice, fun throwback, it's like but it's also, like, a little bit, it's a little less, because, you know, it's like, it's bookended by um, by uh, pages showing them, you know. It's like work, by in the present, like in the present, and then uh, a little further past the present as, as well. It's like regarding the crossover, but you know, it's like any um reason for for an alias um throwback. I'm all for, except when it involves um like the what if story that um Bendis um did. Bendis and Gatos did called What If Jessica Jones Joined the Avengers? Because you see, um, Marvel likes to do uh, like what if stories um, from time to time, and um, Bendis and Gatos signed up for uh, one, picked up on the point where uh, Jessica you know, it's like in, in the alias, like after the Avengers um, like um, beat her down after she attacks them, they offer her a job saying, okay, like, hey, you know, we're, re- we're really sorry about this. But um, we want your expertise, like in being a like a shield liaison. She shoots him down because you know she's done with all the superhero stuff. In the what if story, Captain America convinces her otherwise, and we get some like some decent what if stuff where Jessica becomes a reluctant um, member of the team, helping to avert uh, um Avenger, like Avengers assembled when she notices that um, Scarlet Witch is kind of acting crazy. Like at one point, and eventually, um, like she she winds up hooking up with Captain America, um, as well. It's like it's basically you know, I I can understand that you know, Bendis wanted to do like you know, a nice, unreservedly happy, um, take on Jessica's life, you know, compared to everything that she's suffered through since. But, um, this the what if story just feels like unmitigated fan wankery, where it's Bendis just going off on, like, hey, it's like. Here's I want, I just got like you know like you wanna have the like have her um like enjoy the best of everything. And it's like no, no, it's like I just couldn't buy it. it just didn't it did not feel earned, it didn't feel right. And um the fact that the um issue involves um Bendis as kind of a uh narrator for all this, it um just feels like I said, just feels really self indulgent. It's like and um easily the worst um Jessica Jones' alias story by a long shot. Now, since the uh, start of the TV series, um, there has been a new um, Jessica Jones series, um, like from like from Marvel by Bendis and Gatos. And um, I've written about this before. And you on one hand, I think it's a successful throwback in the sense that it's. <coughs> excuse me. Um, got um, you know, it's like got all. Like you know, the creators, um, like back together, same creators back together, giving you like a look at um, like a d- darker corner of the Marvel Marvel universe. It's like with the same um voice, like um char- characters and their voices um captured perfectly. My big caveat with it is that, oh man, um, in order to uh, do this series, Bendis is basically um had just a throw her life under a bus for reasons that are not particularly compelling at th- or understandable at this point. I mean, okay, you know, it's like you figure that, like, after um, j- just gonna spent, like, you know, the last couple of years, like, you know, climbing out of the hole that she began um, Alias in, she wouldn't want to, uh, like, throw it all away just because um, Carol Danvers said, hey, you know, I need you to help root out a secret um, anti-superhuman conspiracy oh in order to do this you're also going to need to um, alienate your husband um, it's like at the same time as well so it's like you know the it's like I, I know that Jessica's like is self destructive but at the same time it's like you know like we I can figure we were past that and at the same time it's like I just can't understand the what kind of frame of mind she'd be in in order to uh, throw away like everything like, that she that that she had right there that she that has gained to this point especially when bendis had her and luke cage show up for a cameo in his spider-man series just looking all like i'm um, lovey-dovey as well so so yeah it's like it's like it's it, it's um everything it's everything you would want that everything that made um, the original alias a- a- series work but like like i said progress has been totally sacrificed to get us back to that point and i just don't know and bendis is going to do have to do a hell of a lot of work in order to explain why that's the case but then again maybe it's just because like you know we need to, they needed to get something to uh like be more in line with the tv series which is most likely why they're doing a uh, return of the purple, purple man arc for the series third arc but i'm going to withhold judgment on that since, you know it's like it's actually been since it's been so long since just actually threw down with with Kilgrave. I'm willing to bet that um Bendis may have had enough time to think about you know what what their returning agent uh, may have may have been like speaking of which um I also um binged the uh, Jessica Jones TV series it's like um to uh it's like um, for comparison with this the show and with the comic and overall while I liked it overall it's like man it's like there are parts of it where like you know you really felt like the whole 13 episodes of this series in fact um they could have easily um cut this um, by at least three episodes and um, i don't think we would have um, mattered all that mattered all that much um that that being said um, i think Kristen Ritter captured um just because I'm um, hard-bitten um world weariness great Mike Coulter made a great engaging luke cage and oh my god it's like Everything that I had heard about David Tennant as Kilgrave was absolutely true. In fact, this is the rare, rare Marvel um, production that is enhanced by its villain rather than um, rather than um, successful in spite of it. Um, Kilgrave like, um, is a is a very human bad guy in the sense that you know it's like, hey, he's like I said, he's got that ability to make you do what. Ever he wants just by saying it, but also he's got that. But and um, and at the same time, though, it's like yeah, that's he's completely despicable in the sense that you know, like, hey, hey, he's like he's got the, he's got this fixation with Jessica, as the one one who got away. But also just the fact that hey, you know, it's like I did so much for you. It's like we ate the we at the finest hotels. We stayed at the uh, uh, we. It's like we ate the great the best foods. Why aren't you more appreciative of that? It's this toxic. Um, like delusional, demanding masculinity that um, that makes him such an effective villain. But also the fact that it, the show acknowledges that the fact that you know, hey, he, as a guy who can get anyone to do anything, you know, it's like where, like how how does he know whether or not anyone has any feeling for him, for him? What that anything? So there's there's just like this bit, tiny bit of sympathy as well. But um, for this horrible horrible person. And um, the series really doesn't truly um, really get going until Kilgrave shows up, um, like about five, five episodes in, becomes a regular fixture um, from just just about then that, that on out. The uh, problem is, problem with the series is, you know, aside from the pacing, it's like is that you know, it's like it really does feel like a uh, thirteen-hour movie. Now, at the same time, you know, it's like it's, I mean, like okay, that, I, mean, I said that. Um, the arc that he was involved in with Ben with um, for Alias was good, but and at the same time, though creator Miss Melissa Rosenberg does do a good job of digging into everything you could um, think about, f- like spinning for that arc. But at the same time, you know, it's like you just like it still feels really overlong, and I th- really feel that this is a series that would have benefited from you know some nice self-contained um, stories. Maybe just, you know, doing riffs on, uh, on Ben, on the, uh, on the, the come home arc where just gets to track down that girl who, um, claimed she's a mutant or that guy who, um, claimed that he was from Rick Jones. It's like, just, you know, it's like, like real one-off stuff it's episodes. Like, I like, uh, like, it, um, acknowledging, like acknowledging and adapting the comics a bit more. It's like, or just like give us a break from just, you know, the constant inexorable, um, progression of the, it's like of the plot. So so as it is, like you know, it's like I enjoyed it. And it's like and also another issue is and this is like kinda of like part the same issue I have with um of Shield's well, in the sense that you they there's not really a lot of the Marvel universe that's really brought into this. I mean there's more there was like about as much as the uh Bendis uh, of Bendis' and Gaidors' run that they could for this particular um storyline. In fact, um Oh, I liked seeing like the fact that Malcolm, um, who in the comic was, um, was like was this um, kind of like um, like um, hip hop like um, white skater boy, it's like um, we envisioned as as a uh, well, he's he's a lot more than the uh, stoner like in that we first first see him as, and that was like that was that was really that was a really good twist, something I really liked seeing right, right there. Um, but. But also, it's like, you know, it's like the uh, feeling of this that we're looking into a, uh, like, dark underbelly of the Marvel Universe, That's that's gone from the TV series. I mean, like, and also, uh, well, the superhero, superhero asp- powers aspect of it isn't really ignored. It does feel kind of shoved off to the side to the point where, you know, it's like, I guess if they really wanted, if they really wanted to, they'd probably could have um done this done this show without any nods to uh, superpowers um whatsoever so that's that's how it is i mean like i said it's good it's good stuff it gets really dark it's like it's well it's well acted and um i got some good twists good twists overall but a bit too long it's like and um kind of like i said doesn't really capture like the whole like marvel feel of it even like the marvel feel of the uh, original comic said that being said um for anyone who has seen the series um the bits at the end with um like with uh the i with um the i with igh the company that um like that that uh that um apparently like um got a hold of jessica after her after her accident as a teenager and basically seems like they gave her may have given her superpowers or i um harvested it i would bet you anything that igh stands for in human growth hormone because god knows marvel these days isn't going to allow mutant growth anything involving mutant in here because you know like i said mutant growth hormone that's key key part of the third of the third volume so like i said when um they they do get around to doing season two of jessica jones um like i said igh in human growth hormone like I said, I was I bet money on that. But that being said, um, for the best of Jessica Jones, the original Alias series um, being released as Alias Jessica Jones um, from Marvel, four four volumes, um, mature reader stuff. But um, like very good, easily some of the best stuff Bendis has done. Um, you also pick up the Pulse Volume Three, Fear. Like for as another example of what to. Uh, of quality of Jessica Jones action, and like you can also track track down some of the uh, Bendis Gatos issues from the New Avengers. It's like, it's like, as well. It's like um that being s- and the new series, like I said, it's good if you if you're desperate for um more of that style, but it just comes with that big caveat about uh, it's like about you know throwing all the progress Jessica Jones has enjoyed um over the course of Bendis' original run like right under the bus. So there you go. John, it's like I know you, I know you've been busy, but um it's
0: like any thoughts on your end about all this? Paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. No, yeah, you know, um it sounds like that um, uh you're you're saying that the TV series is pretty good.
1: TV series, TV series is good. I don't I certainly don't regret spending like uh Last, like, 12 or so hours of my life, I'm um, binging it, so... Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's always these little... Um, uh, I-, I like mutants. <laughs> I don't know... <laughs> I don't know why, uh, you know, we have to have, you know, these alternate explanations. Just see, It feels like...
1: <laughs> it's because Fox and Marvel are, are engaging in <laughs> constant pissing at you over this.
0: I know, but you know i mean forever the x men have you know and, and that uh, have definitely stood for um, you know for just about every kind of persecution you could imagine and it's just a shame that you know they're deciding well we're just going to write it out of our history essentially you know uh, you know i i find it i find it the best diversity tale Indeed, and it's a shame that they're doing this to it. So, but you know, okay, all right, you know. So it will be, uh, you know, what did you call it? The the uh, growth hormone. I'm <laughs> sorry. In
1: inhuman inhuman in growth, growth hormone. Human
0: growth hormone. Yeah. That's that's
1: that's what I'm that's what I'm betting. Mm-hmm. I could I would like to be wrong, but you know we'll see. All right. Well, you know what you're going to be talking about next time. Funny you should mention that because hey, turns out I I placed an order um yesterday for. For a lot of stuff that is relevant to um the Inhumans versus X Men crossover.
0: Oh wow! Hey, check that out. All right. Yeah. Well, so, hey, actually, it turns out it's
1: a pretty pretty clever segue
0: right there. Uh, yeah. How about that? <laughs> Unplanned, I swear to you. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Later. All right.